It's Graham Agars. Hey, Graham. Are you well? Hey, Darcy, I am. Um, we've had a, another unusual day here at the Australian Open, though. Uh, last night I walked home around about midnight back to the hotel uh, with my brand new umbrella that I paid seven dollars and eighty five cents for, Which and you probably it was lost. raining. No, no, I still got it. <laughs> oh, wow! Still got it. I'm hoping it makes the fortnight. Um, but it was raining mud, and uh, when we turned up here at the tennis centre today, the outside courts, not the ones with roofs, the outside courts were covered in this this sooty brown uh, coverage that made them very slippery and unplayable, and they had to sort of pressure wash them all before they could get going on the outside courts. It's quite remarkable. So this this tournament's now had smoke haze, thunderstorms, uh, 40 kilometre an hour winds, and uh, now a mudstorm. So I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe frogs coming out of the sky Locusts! Locusts! They're coming! Locusts! Hide your crops! Uh, Sacrifice your firstborn! I've never known a tournament like this. I'd hate to be one of the organisers this year because they're having to deal with so many different things. But, you know, the tournament continues and the fact that that Australia leads the way with three uh, courts with a roof on them uh, means that, um, you know, they've been able to keep keep the tournament going and by and large keep up with their schedule. And once we make it into the second week, of course, the tournament is pretty much weatherproof. Yeah, so it's working well. I think they're handling it, though, aren't they? I think it's the key thing. Whatever gets thrown at them, the organisers go, okay, we've got this. That's, that's what I'm getting the sense of, which is just terrific. Yeah, no, it could have. It really could have thrown them for a loop. But um, there's two things going on. The, the, the players realise this is unprecedented, so they have some sympathy for you know, what's going on. And the organisers are keeping in touch with the players every step of the way to tell them exactly what they know and what they're doing about it. So, oh no, your phone's gone pear-shaped again, Graham. Well, so I head out to the um, toilet block out towards the restroom. Did it improve? Yeah, there you go, much better. We got what? So, what did you say? Because all we heard was, uh, 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 uh. yeah, no. I, well, it's a long time ago. I've got to try and remember. But I was just saying that basically the organisers and the players are working together. They both know that this is unprecedented. And uh, they also know that the organisers are doing the best they can in, in telling them about smokies and all that sort of stuff. So um, good news. We've, we've managed to keep the tournament going. And um, we're not too far behind as far as the backlog of matches is concerned. Can you tell me um, who uh, Egor, is it Gerasimov's shirt sponsor is? <laughs> no, I can't, to be honest with you. Why do you want one of those shirts? Yeah, it's great. It's got a little skull on the front of it. It's pretty cool. I've never seen anything like that in tennis attire before. If anyone can tell yeah, no, me, I... 5009, because I'm going to buy one. Thank you. <laughs> I've never seen him play, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, he's on sure. now? <laughs> well, I can't see him anyway, because I'm out of the toilet. Box, so. <laughs> right, what about the tennis itself? What happened overnight? What happened today? What are we looking forward to tonight? What are the stories? Um, well, let's have a quick look. Um, we've had some uh, some of the significant women players have already moved through. Um, I'm talking about here number two seed, Karolina Pliskova in straight sets. Um, Gabinia Muguruza, remember her, French Open and Wimbledon champion, unseated here at the championship, but coming back from injury, is uh, also through. Belinda Bencic, semi-finalist from the US Open last year, is through against Yelena Ostapenko. That has been the match of the tournament so far because um, Ostapenko was a former French Open champion. And just completing his match is um, Medvedev, the young Russian, 
that made it through to the final at the US Open last year. He's through in straight sets. So he's sort of booking himself a berth for the second week of the championship and could be one of the players to watch. Okay, so tonight, what's going to tickle your fancy? Uh, Rafael Nadal will probably keep his head till 2am because oh, he would no. take two and a half hours to beat me and his last match up. Um, Simona Halep is the first of the evening feature matches, number four seed. Um, French and Wimbledon champion would love to add the Australian Open to that uh, collection. She's been coached by um, the Australian Darren Cale, who coached Andre Agassi, amongst others, and is really putting in a big effort here this year. So um, they're the two matches on the program for tonight. On the outside courts, we've got um, Stan Vavrinka coming up later on against Andrea Seppi, two old stages going at it out there. Uh, Vavrinka is still seated, so... He considers himself something of a chance here at the championship. And the Aussie interest will be uh, focused a little later on uh, on Nick Kyrgios, who takes on the French veteran Gilles Simon. How far out is he playing? Is he in Turek? Because he doesn't want to be in the main courts, does he? How far away is he? Um, He's on the arena court. Every year I come back, they rename these courts. Uh, So it's it's very difficult to actually explain where they're playing. But he's on the third court with a roof, if that makes sense. So that thing um, will be absolutely full. Um, and, and there'll be people standing outside watching it on TV screens as well. Um, it's, it's amazing they actually put him on that court, but that's the way it goes. And uh, hopefully Nick Kyrgios can win that and keep the Australian flag flying as far as the Aussie men are concerned. And you're all prepping yourself to be front and centre with a big clash uh, tomorrow night, is it, where uh, the two young guns go toe-to-toe in the form uh, of Coco Goff and... Uh, and I've just completely forgotten her name. Go figure. Well, you mean Naomi Osaka. Osaka. <laughs> it happens every now and then. I'm I'm elderly, okay? I'm elderly. There are holes in my brain. <laughs> okay. Now, that, to me, that's the match of the first week. If, yeah. if, um, if Coco can get into it. I mean, it is possible that, um, that Naomi's going to be ready for that match and, and is going to have too much experience and it's going to be, you know, 6-2, 6-3. But it's also possible that Coco can get a set and really make a battle out of it. So... I am looking forward to that match. I'm a huge fan of both of those players, and um, I wish them all the best. Good luck with the locusts, mate. <laughs> we'll catch up tomorrow. So, so I can leave the bathroom now. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can. That's okay. And eyes front. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Graham Haygars, our regular correspondent when it comes to all things tennis and golf as well.